six-time Paralympian Tatiana McFadden, and it's my pleasure to welcome to you this special winning mindset mini-series focusing on We The 15. We The 15 is a new movement that aims to end discrimination towards the world's 1.2 billion people with disabilities. It brings together the biggest coalition ever of international organizations who are publicly campaigning for disability, visibility, inclusion, and accessibility. Joining me today to discuss more about this campaign and how it lines with the 2030 Sustainable Development Agenda is UN Deputy Secretary General Amina J. Mohammed. First, let me say how impressed I am with the scope of the UN's 2030 Agenda for Sustainable Development. It is clear that we all have a very important role to play. As a person with a disability, I am interested in how you see the world's 1.2 billion people with disabilities fitting into your agenda for sustainable development. Thank you so much, Tatiana. Well, first and foremost, when we um, designed uh, the 2030 agenda, we did it with people living with disabilities. And so therefore, you see how you've informed the targets and the indicators would make sure that you are on the radar, you are in the implementation and, and more specifically, four of those goals, goal one, four, eight, 10, 16, all have clear targets for disability. So I would say the whole leave no one behind, um, people living with disabilities, 1.2 billion people are a central part of actualizing the SDGs. So if we don't do it with you, then the SDGs won't be met. And so therefore how we address the investments and the design of programs, which all look to deliver on the decade, that has to be done co-creating with uh, people living with disabilities. So an essential part of equality, leaving no one behind, addressing discriminations, people's rights, this, you, you are an important constituency here. That is absolutely amazing. And that 100% really resonates with me. Sadly, it seems that COVID-19 pandemic has disruptionally affected people with disabilities. Do you feel that our We The 15 campaign will successfully raise the level of awareness of people with disabilities around the globe so this doesn't happen again? Absolutely. I mean, I think what COVID has shown us um, is that a, a tiny little virus can put us all at a standstill. And it allowed us to, um, you know, sort of look in the mirror and reflect a little about what sort of a, a human um, society we are. And as we looked to um, address the SDGs, which then became off track. They were off track before COVID, but even more so exacerbated by a, a shutdown, an inadequate response to health, a socioeconomic impact. In every one of those spheres, people living with disabilities were uh, even more greatly impacted as we saw women with disabilities, young people with disabilities, old people with disabilities who were locked down and away um, from society and just couldn't access. So I think it did put a very big spotlight here. The Secretary General put a number of calls out on human rights, um, on us looking um, to see peace in the home because gender-based violence also became a very big issue. So I think what COVID has done is opened up um, many of the issues that remain unaddressed. Um, it has underscored the need to bring many more constituencies in and that when we look at people living with disabilities, we don't put them in a silo, that we see them across every one of the facets of our investments in human 
um, in, in human endeavors, in humanity, in whatever we do on the planet. And if we're looking at about our environment, then we need to think about that. And beyond taking that constituency out of a silo is that we, we have not to prescribe. So the opportunities of COVID to address the recovery are ones where we should now open up the space more to that co-creation um, so that it's not a prescription, um, that it is us understanding there is a different lens through which we need to look and people living with disabilities need to be at the table co-creating with us. Do you feel that our We The 15 campaign will successfully change the narrative and remove the stigma that is so often attached to people with disabilities and that we can move the needle from the negative to the positive? Yes, again, it's, um, you know, COVID again, leaving us that space of all the things that were unsaid. Suddenly we all, we, it was a leveler. As we look to see some of the horrendous things that happened to people, uh, gender-based violence, mental health issues, many things that have a stigma, right? And so I think that the campaign is really important now because what it's done is bringing down the barriers to have those conversations and, and not to be to feel you can't. I think when many people want to even sit and have a conversation with a person with disabilities, it's the fear of making a mistake or being improper about it. or And so they don't. And they start to look past you or over you. And I, I experienced this just in with an incident of breaking my foot. And I have to say that when I was asked to, I had to get into a wheelchair and be wheeled through an airport, my experience was, was dreadful. And I, I felt very, very then like, oh, my God, this is what happens in the life of a person who is permanently living it this way. And um, I, I have to tell you, one of the experiences was I suddenly saw that everything that we looked at was at navel. Um, and, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, my goodness, this is the way it's happening. And we really need to think about that. And, uh, you know, in the UN, to suddenly find that because of my temporary disability, there's so many spaces that were not there for me. I think the discourse now is that um, just with other issues where stigma comes in and, and an, an uncomfortable situation of how you have a conversation, we can have that now. And we shouldn't be afraid to have it. And we have an amazing SDG advocate who just, you know, brings to the table uh, this force of nature that makes you sit up and think, right, OK, I'm not looking at a, a person with disabilities. I'm looking at a colleague, a friend, uh, a co-traveler on the journey of the SDGs. Uh, so this is really important, this initiative to, to bring it, I would say, down to our level, not up down to our level, because we don't get it. And, and so we need to do that more so. And, and this is really a brilliant way of, of opening up that space. And I 100% agree with you because disability is, is not a taboo. And this actually leads perfectly into my next question. Why do you think disability is often omitted when it comes to the inclusion agenda with the subjects such as ethnicity, gender, and sexuality orientation? that's getting more intention and making much more progress because disability does cut across all these categories. Precisely. Um, and I think that the whole leave no one behind, my question has always been, so who are the no ones? Because don't just say it. You need to look around the table. You need to question the design of a program. You need to say that results need to be uh, seen in the lives of women. Okay, so women, what kind of women? indigenous women, women of ethnicity, women with disabilities. We, we need to say that there are 
different shades to the human person. That needs to be considered. And we need to make a concerted effort to ask who's not there. Who have we missed out? Who have we left behind? And when we've done that, we need to go further to say, what do we need to do to bring them in? Because some are much more difficult than others. It's much easier to say, okay, um, I've missed out the indigenous women and farming and I want to bring them into this. Because when you speak to uh, people living with disabilities, there's additional investments that have to be made. And, and I think that we should see them as investments and not charity. And I think that this is what has happened over time, is that people think, oh, well, this is, we're doing this as charity, we're doing this as a favor. No, each human person has the right uh, to live a life of dignity and uh, to attain their aspirations. And we as a human family need to make those investments because this could be anyone, right? This is not, you know, a certain class of people um, or preordained that this is where the people with disabilities are going to be. It can be anywhere. It can happen to anyone during the course of their life. And I think that we need to see people uh, with disabilities as human beings first, uh, with equal rights um, and equal attention uh, needed for them. And this is how we looked at it as we shaped the, the SDGs. I was really very strong about that, that if we said it was leave no one behind, then we needed to be very specific about it. So I'm, I'm glad we've got the targets. I'm glad that we have got this very much in the SDGs. But implementing it requires a tailored response because country and region are different in the way in which they respond. Some are better and some are not. And it depends on the disability. Let, let's be clear that disability, you know, you will know that as well. It's not just those that we can see physically. You know, there's so many that we don't know um, that it is not apparent you know, uh, I frequently say, that, look, for us, nobody would imagine in our own leadership, we have many people with disabilities and it's not written on their face. And I think that you need to be aware and you need to be uh, forward leaning and proactive in trying to make sure that, that everyone is treated equally. Agreed. And it's about smashing those impossibilities and really changing that mindset and, and stigma that has been there for way too long. So I am so happy on what the 2030 agenda is doing. I think it's amazing. The reason why I got involved with sports in the Paralympics is because I thought it's about giving back to the people, just like you mentioned in, into your TED Talk. And one way was to make that change and to break that stigma. I found it was through sports. And I felt like that was such an equalizer to break that stigma on what people thought about people with disabilities. And so it's Amazing that the UN has joined um, the We the 15 campaign. And to lead into my last question, this has been so much fun. I can't believe it's happening so fast. As I prepared to leave for the Paralympic Games in Japan, can you share what impact a major global sport event such as the Paralympic Games can have on the changing the attitudes towards people with disabilities? I know we answered just a little bit, but I would love your opinion as well. People are going to be watching this and for the first time they will have a different view to, you know, the, the, the enormous talent uh, that is within uh, this constituency that has added value to our human endeavor in the world. Half of what you've done, I could never imagine myself do. And so I think that's so special um, and we need to celebrate that and we need to recognize this as part of the human family. I 100% agree. That's why I'm kind of obsessed with what I do, because I think it's going to make such a global impact. And having the UN on board is absolutely amazing. Well, 
On the behalf of the International Paralympic Committee and the International Disability Alliance, I would like to thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us about the United Nations 2030 Agenda for Sustainable Development and for embracing our We the 15 campaign. Thank you for your leadership and the leadership of all organizations supporting our collective efforts. I do believe that we can achieve true equality for all people around the world. So thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, Tatiana, for being who you are and for continuing to inspire us and millions of others. Um, it's been a real honor to have this conversation with you. Good luck. <laughs> pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. What an honor to speak with UN DSG Amina Mohammed about our hopes and expectations for We the 15. If you'd like to find out more, simply follow at We the 15 on social media or head to the website wethe15.org. There's another insightful conversation to come in this A Winning Mindset mini series. So be sure to join us for that. Until then, thanks for listening and goodbye for now.